Hello, welcome to DealCast. I'm Kat Van Hoof, senior reporter covering ECM. I'm joined today by Sofia Sergueira, our ECM editor. Um, we're here to discuss the IPO market uh, over the past three months with a little bit of outlook for the next quarter. Sofia, can you give us a quick rundown of some of the IPO highlights this quarter? Of course, uh, it has been a very busy quarter, but uh, it hasn't been plain sailing. We've seen lots of activity across Europe, not just in London, as we would usually expect. Uh, of course, the headline grab has been uh, uh, Siemens Healthineers, the medtech carve-out um, coming out of the big German conglomerate with a 4.2 billion offer. And also out of Germany, Deutsche Bank's DWS, which um, placed a 1.45 billion euro offer um, also in Germany. So um, many of these big deals have come from Germany, it seems. Um, are there any other hotspots in the market? Yes, of course, we these two have caught a lot of investor attention, but actually it has been quite busy across different regions, not only Germany, but also the Netherlands. We've seen quite a few deals there, for example, Alphen, an energy storage company, NIBC, uh, a Dutch bank, BNS, wholesale distributor. In Switzerland, it was also interesting to see quite a few deals coming out of that region, which usually isn't that active. Um, we had Medartis, which was a very interesting medical implant company um, doing an IPO. Sincerian, one of the few deals that uh, placed uh, its, um, sorry, that price at the top of its range. Um, and also we were expecting Gate Group, uh, owned by HNA, which actually decided to pull its IPO at the last minute. So it does seem like there's been a bit of trouble in IPO land, quite a bit of price sensitivity, some deals not going through. What's the sort of current feeling in the market? Well, it's interesting because even though the pipeline is really busy and there is a lot coming to market and we see a lot of intention to floats and investors looking at lots of deals, in fact, valuations have been quite conservative. Investors have a lot to choose. They can look at a lot of deals and they are being quite picky. They're not taking just you know, anything at the top of the range. They're asking lots of questions and they're asking for suitable pricing. So we've actually seen a lot of deals pricing at the mid, coming out with uh, ranges that are actually below the initial expectations and also pricing either at midpoint, bottom of the range, or even below the range, as we've seen with uh, Energy and in DK, for example, or also with the Alphen in the Netherlands. So we can tell that even though the pipeline is busy, um, it's not guaranteed that uh, you'll have a successful deal. And how about aftermarket trading? What, what's going on after the fact? Well, it's interesting you ask that because we've seen different fades for different companies. For example, Health and Ease, which is the one that everyone is watching. Initially, when we started tracking it, people were expecting a valuation of uh, around 35 billion euro. And actually, we saw that as the deal evolved and as investors started meeting the company, those valuations uh, expectations came down. We initially were told that uh, valuation expectations were around 35 billion. And as investors met the company, those valuation expectations actually came down. The company ended up pricing at 28 um, per share, which was a 28 billion market cap. And that has seen very good aftermarket performance. They're now trading around 32 per share. So we can tell that the conservative pricing there guaranteed the uh, positive aftermarket performance the company was expecting. Um, not all had the same fortune. For example, Deutsche Bank, DWS, they also went with a more conservative price than initially expected. But actually, once the shares started trading, they haven't been 
the trading hasn't been that great. And in fact, this morning, they were slightly below the IPO price. So um, what can we expect for the next quarter going forward? Um, can you give us a bit of a rundown of, of what, what's going to happen on the IPO front? Well, it's interesting because of what we've seen lately, which was a mix of successful deals, pulled flotations, deals that were priced conservative, conservatively, but that are actually trading well. It's a bit unclear what will you know happen because I think the main theme is that investors are quite picky, so people have to be sensible with valuations, and it's not guaranteed that deals will be done. The pipeline is very busy across the different regions, and that's, for, that's the case for the UK, but also for Germany, um, the Netherlands, Benelux in general, Switzerland, um, also in regions that we wouldn't usually see as many deals in past years, for example, Turkey. Uh, one of the deals that we're tracking is Port of Tallinn in Estonia, which is a market that hasn't been particularly active. So the pipeline is very busy. There are a lot of assets coming potentially from uh, private equity, corporate owners, private owners. Um, but I think the main theme is that the sellers will have to be very sensible with uh, the valuations and they will have to do a good job explaining the equity story if they want to get investors' attention. So what are the big names then in the pipeline? Well, there's a lot coming through, for example, in Germany. Um, if you look at private equity sellers, we expect uh, Springer Nature to be one of the key deals in that region. In Belgium, people will be watching Belfius Bank. They will, there's a political element to that, so it will be a huge deal, but it is still uncertain whether it will go ahead. In Switzerland, which we mentioned as a, uh, an active market, Siva Logistics is also a big one to watch out in the pipeline. Right, it seems like uh, ECM bankers should take their rest while they can during this Indeed. Easter break. <laughs> um, we've got lots going forward uh, still. Thank you so much, Sophia, and thank you so much for listening.